0: This is the Andre Segovia show and welcome to the program, everyone. I am your host, Andre Segovia. In this episode, I want to address things that we can do to fix California. One of the big questions I keep getting asked by uh, friends and family, especially those from out of state, is when I'm moving out. Uh, I'm not moving out, and I even hinted about moving out. Investing out of state is just diversifying, but moving out entirely is a whole other story. You know, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, and I been here for going I'm getting near four decades almost all my memories are there my investments are there you no know, the, the, the culture everything is it's there the good the bad and the ugly all the memories are Los Angeles I'm not leaving California if anything I'm, I'm gonna do what I can to help fix it and that's why I felt like it was time for me to address solutions that we can uh, present or do actions that we can take to fix California. Now, having said that, my guest today is the chairwoman of the Orange County chapter of the Hispanic Republican Club. See? Already red flags to a lot of you. You heard Republican there. And that's just sad that we live in that kind of, in this day and age where we're literally divided along party lines where we can't listen to one another because everybody's slinging mud. Well, I'm simply trying to state the facts that we got to address. And you're going to say, Andres, that's not true because you're talking about... The recall of Gavin Newsom. Hey, to fix California, you got to start somewhere. And this guy has not done things to fix California, only exacerbate problems. Granted, he hasn't been as uh, extreme as I expected him to be, but still on the top uh, five list of the worst governors in the country and hypocrites. So... I want to let you know where things are with the recall election because you need to know whether you support the recall election or not. You want to do something about it, whether you're voting against it or you're voting for it. Uh, eventually, we need to know where are things because we heard that yeah, we got enough signatures, but where's the ratification? When do we get to vote on this? And isn't the gubernatorial election uh, next year anyway? You're gonna to want to know. So if you can stick around, I'd appreciate that. But without further ado, here's my interview. With the chairwoman of the Orange County chapter of the Hispanic Republican Club, Mindy Salinas. Mindy, welcome to the Andres Segovia show. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people that uh, are going to be like, "Who?" Um, and that's that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on because people should know about this. For those that are not aware, my audience of of who you are and your organization, can you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and and uh, uh, the organization you're involved with?
1: Okay, uh, my name is Mindy Salinas. I am um, on the board for the Los Angeles Hispanic Republican Club. And then I just um, became chairwoman of the Orange County Hispanic Republican Club. So um, we're just getting started. Um, The LA Hispanic Republican Club has been around for a while. Um, Our chairman, David Hernandez, uh, has been in politics for quite a while. And he saw a need for um, not just a national level but we needed something on a local level for our local politicians uh, for an an outlet for local candidates to be able to express their values their morals and educate the communities that they come from on who they are as a candidate and why we should vote for them because I feel that is very important right now is focusing on the local races and that's mainly what our club focuses on is local races our city council our um judges, our board of supervisors, our school boards those races are vital and we saw it in Orange county uh, during the pandemic. I mean, our beaches were open because of who we had in office. so um, that is pretty much what our club focuses on. We uh, also like to encourage uh, people who want to run for congress or city council we encourage that and we like to be a support system for them um not just financially but also you know they need volunteers they need phone bankers it's everything is on grassroots level right now and that's what our club is providing to the public
0: yeah and i've 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 mentioned this a lot on my program um for those that are not aware of my show and uh i guess just to give a little background um i've been doing the Andre segovia show since like 2003 i was doing podcasting before it became a thing but uh, i i morphed the show for about a decade by turning it into what was called a newsreel so i was just doing more news coverage and every now and then an opinion editorial but to the extent of the Andre segovia show with interaction with people and things like that um i didn't do that at the time so uh, just over two years ago i Uh, I brought back uh, the brand and uh, I I merged it with what I do for a living because I I enjoyed helping people. But one of the things that my my oldest followers uh, uh, liked about me and what I was able to do was provide them um, election coverage and uh, provide handouts for, um, uh, I guess, a cheat sheet, as as they say, for going to the booth and i told them i'm i'm th- i thank you for trusting me but you need to know that elections are not just a presidential election if you you can go check that one box but then you see all these other races and it's like that's what people neglect that's what affects you directly the most. If it wasn't for the mainstream media constantly uh, being at you about what's happening in Washington, you would think that they're the ones that control you. Meanwhile, they're overlooking what's happening in their backyard, like you mentioned—local races, um, state races uh, here, and you know, the, the city council. So now, with people uh, being so scared, like with with regards to what's happening with our school systems, what they're pushing on our children, uh, with respect to what's happening in health and all this, and everybody's like. I'd say feigning shock, like, how did this happen? Right underneath your noses, you didn't do anything about it. You were more concerned about mean tweets. So there's just like, uh, that's why people need to wake up to it. And and, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you out. So people know that organizations like yours exist because they also support local chapters and local candidates and stuff. But before uh, we get into the whole, um, where the recall thing is at and what's been behind it, you were actually uh, at a. It looked like it was in an, an event um, where uh, Don Wagner uh, was speaking. He said something pretty interesting because for those that are not aware, they probably heard about the tragic and frankly stupid uh, story of of uh, of Aiden. I think his last name is Leos.
1: Leos. Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: a uh, six year old uh, kid his mom was taking him to to school as Alex us off in the news uh, and in a fit of rogue rage uh, someone shot at the the vehicle um, and they struck six year old Aiden and killed him and to this date, we still don't know um who is uh, uh, who's the one that shot him so now there's a campaign for who killed Aiden um, to bring in tips of anything of its kind uh, can, can you uh, uh, chime in a little more reiterate some of what Don Wagner was saying uh, at that event because uh, I think that's pretty pivotal to what's stifling the the manhunt if you will
1: Yes, he was uh, just basically letting us know that he was putting efforts together to get others on board and have the CHP get on board, um, kind of like a, a a place where people can call in, um, give tips. It was just going to be something to catch who did this crime, and CHP was on board. They were, you know, all for it, all going for it. They wanted to be a part of it. It was, it's, you know, great efforts that they're putting forth to help find this killer, and. Um, as soon as they found out that Don Wagner or as soon as Sacramento found out that it was Don Wagner who was hosting this uh, conference, they made a phone call to CHP and told them they're not allowed to be involved in this. CHP was like, why Sacramento is because we said so pretty much. Um, So they had to back out of the efforts and um, they weren't able to attend the press conference that Don Wagner was hosting and it's pretty much like you know, just playing politics when politics should not be involved in a case like this, and that is what the left pretty much does. That is who controls Sacramento. We know who controls Sacramento, and um, Newsom, <laughs> you know, he controls Sacramento. So he, yeah, and and Wagner has been uh, very vocal about the recall Newsom efforts. He has been very vocal. So. You know, I don't know their relationship personally, but I believe that's why he wouldn't allow CHP to be involved with these. Yeah, it
0: it sounds like there was some animosity there from from previous history. Uh, But uh, Don Wagner, I believe he's the is it the Orange County Supervisor? Is that it?
1: Yes. Yes. For the third district, Orange County Board of Supervisors, the third district.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm all right and th- that's a that's a name that uh, people need to know about for those that are in orange county that are within yes. his district uh they like what he's doing to keep him in mind for should he and when he runs for election or higher office but um i was a little shocked at that because like are you kidding me uh, uh, so here's another thing to not like about gavin Newsom. when i say Sacramento is calling it can only mean one thing uh exactly. gavin Newsom. <laughs>
1: yes. so
0: with respect to this the the country's, the country's talking about it because, of course, they have to. California's the largest state in the union. The money's been pouring in also from out-of-state to oppose and support on the recall efforts. And obviously, we're the state that, uh, I believe, in the past 15 years or so are the only ones that have successfully recalled a, a city and governor and replaced him with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, like, well, Californians are at it again. Uh, no, not entirely. This guy's not a Gray Davis. Uh, this is worse. And it's, it, of course, the mainstream media has been all over this because, of course, they have been. Uh, they've been spinning it like crazy. Uh, and they've been, it's, a lot of them were trying to blame, like, LA Town was trying to blame alt-right. Right. I, 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 don't, I don't see a white supremacist speaking with me here. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, 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 do you, what do you do? Uh, and why did you get involved with the recall? Because you, you were pretty on it here in Orange County and Los Angeles.
1: Yes. Um, well, it pretty much started during the shutdown. Um, <clears throat> it was kind of like, you know, at the beginning, you know, bills were getting passed under our nose. No one, no one was paying attention to these things. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, during the um, whole shutdown and just the way that he handled the shutdown, I just couldn't sit back anymore. I couldn't sit back and just watch these things go by. So um, me and some others, we started getting more involved. We started hosting our our, our booths and, as we were going, um it was like he was just making more and more bad decisions um, closing the churches down was a huge, huge reason why we had so many people that weren't even Republicans anymore. It was we were having people drive an hour an hour and a half just to sign the petition mm. and they weren't even Republicans, they were Democrats, and they were bringing their Democrat friends because everybody was just so fed up with pretty much the way he handled uh, you know the whole pandemic I mean. I can go on and on about <laughs> that, but, yeah, of course. You know,
0: <laughs> so, hold hold on, uh, but um, you're you're saying these were not all Trump supporters.
1: No, not at all. Okay, not
0: at well, all. I, I I trusted the mainstream media not to lie to me about that.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
0: so, uh, what Beverly Hills mansion do you live in? Yeah.
1: <laughs> i don't
0: uh, was <laughs> <Not Yeah. yet. laughs> no. wait so you're not you're not a politician you're not the entitled you're not a, you're not of the rich community uh a- you're <laughs> just like that, that's just me just try, trying to try like a fun way of saying it. look this whole thing's been a grassroots effort it's yes. had tons of opposition and um i guess i gotta be careful with my wording here because for those of you watching on youtube uh i just giving you a heads up that you're not gonna get the full interview here because the sensitive uh topics that we have to address here youtube does not permit to discuss in full so you'll be able to watch the rest of this interview on um, the show notes company this episode of www.injuscova.com uh, for those of you that are watching away from youtube don't worry about it just keep watching you'll see the cursor just keep watching the rest of the interview but it's with respects to uh, signature verifications mm-hmm. and there was a little bit of a concern here uh, with respect to that uh in the previous election uh, however uh, nothing was done about that. But when it comes to the recall, uh, now they want to I- install that. And, the, and fact check not true is what the, the, the left wing fact checkers say about this. But that's exactly what they're doing. They're, they're calling up people to verify, did you sign this? Did you not? Do you really want to recall so-and-so or were you the, kind of duped into signing this petition? Um, how is that not s- or, or verifying signatures? <laughs>
1: The Verifying signatures thing is insane. Um, I mean, we have to make sure there's a tiny little box that is on the petition. You have to make sure that every person that comes stays within the lines. That they uh, spell out their complete address. I mean, you have to put like one 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 Wisteria Lane. You have to. Spe- I'm just making up an address, but yeah. Lane had to be spelled out L A N E. There's no abbreviations. Um, the signature has to has to match. Uh, the registered voter's signature it, it, it's crazy but yet to vote <laughs> the, he he's pushing out you don't even need an id um so yeah verifying the signatures we that is why we were above um are aiming above the amount of signatures needed because we knew that they were going to toss out half the signatures because of people going over the lines or um abbreviating the street names whatever it is they were going to do anything that they can to toss out the signature so that was insane the guidelines that they have for signature verifications on this recall effort
0: with signature verifications also with signature matching okay that even that i did not know that they were mm-hmm. doing but uh, i thought that was racist <laughs> so no, anything
1: anything <laughs> to get the to get the signature out so we were encouraging people and i guess <laughs> for the same thing coming up recall gascon we were encouraging people sign anytime you see a petition, even if you've already signed, sign Mm. it again, because you never know if your signature got tossed out. So, Mm. um, you know, that's probably a good tip to keep going forward for others that will be recalled.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, that's a really good point. And you touched on something that we're going to address a little bit later um, after we wrap up the the recall segment. Now with, um, uh, I'm glad that we actually brought that up because enough signatures were collected. I think over 2 million and I think we needed like 1,700 or 1,500 to to approve this?
1: Um, I believe so. Yeah, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but okay. I know that it was above what was needed. So that's
0: yeah. good. So technically, yeah, it's a go, but we haven't heard anything since. I think the Secretary of State right now is uh, like, we're just waiting for, Where I think right now they're doing that signature verification to say they wouldn't do.
1: was that
0: right now they're doing that signature verification they said they wouldn't do it because we don't have a date for the recall yet we don't have
1: a date yet no there's not a date yet um i know that as soon as we get a date there's last night it was brought up um at the meeting i was at as soon as the date is released um it's going to come out right away and then um going forward from there it will be on a, a special election a ballot i believe um and people are going to have to go in and it's going to say do you want to recall Gavin Newsom? You have to check yes, and then you will have to check who you want to replace him after that. So those will be the next steps um, once the date is given to us, which I honestly don't have any information of when that's supposed to be expected. Yeah. Um, but I do know that the next steps will be the special election to have him recalled. And it is gonna be very important that when they ask you those questions, cause there's gonna be two boxes to check, do you want to recall Gavin Newsom? You have to put yes. And then that takes you to the second question of which governor do you want to replace him?
0: Yeah. And it's speaking to that effect because there's quite a few that, uh, that have tossed her name into the ring. We've heard the likes of Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, looks like John Cox is, is running again. I think Major Williams announced on his Instagram that he made the list of the, the short list of the, of the recall. Uh, Diego Martinez, who I just I mentioned at the pre-interview that I spoke with him, um, and that interview is dropping after we speak. But I did speak with him before we got we got a chance to talk, and he touched on something that was uh, interesting. So that's why I, I spoke with him um, after the after the fact. I'm like. Uh, Mr. Martinez, what do you mean that the recall election is perhaps the most secure election that we'll have at least in in, uh, in, in this time? And he was mentioning that very thing you said, because uh, technically there's two questions you have to answer. And it's it makes it a lot more difficult for a system to do a bit of a fake out. And that's something that if we touch on that, we'll touch on that uh, after the break. But um, with respect to do you want to recall Gavin Newsom, yes or no? And then fill in who do you want him to replace? Who do you want to replace him with? And that's what makes it a little different. It's like, huh, fascinating. Because I, I didn't know it. there's no time for a primary. Uh, so the, if there's like 20 Republicans running, I know. Uh, yeah, they could split the vote. You
1: know. So uh,
0: either there's no primary, but we can get behind somebody, or we're just looking ahead to see what happens in 2022. Because technically, the gubernatorial uh, campaign is next year. To which some would ask, why recall them? Would not this be a waste of money trying to do now, considering that the campaign technically is next year anyway? Do you have a response to those?
1: I don't think so at all, because I think it's more than just the recall. I think it's seeing how many people rose up and uh, put in efforts to get this done. It's kind of like we're making a point. That we are here and that we are going to be vocal and that we are not going to back down and we're not going to stop. And everybody would, I mean, even when I was running the recall booths, people were like, You're wasting your time, you're wasting your energy, you're wasting your money. You know, it it was a lot of negative feedback and like, He's never going to get recalled, you know. And all of the efforts that we put in obviously paid off because it made the ballot. And I think this got a lot of attention. To California nationally, yeah. um, not just in California. It, this is a, and so now people have their eyes on California, and we need help right now. Ca- California politics, we need the help. Um, I know we said we talk about it later, but just voter integrity um, or election integrity. Um, so all eyes are on California right now, and I think it is because of the recall, Newsom. Um, seeing that how many people signed the petition, how many people are not happy with our governor. So I don't think it was a waste of money, waste of time, regardless of what happens. We are making a point and we are here and there's a lot of us. So,
0: yeah, there are. And because of the big interest groups that are here in California, um, now they're coming out in force. Um, yesterday was announced that uh, one of the big labor union groups is contributing, I don't know how many millions of dollars to, um, to basically crush the uh, the recall efforts and I pulled up calmatters.org uh, this morning because they have a breakdown of um, how many contr- how much contribution been made towards these recalls um, to the recall effort uh, it's just California numbers alone is 3.6 million dollars um, some change from uh, from out of state but uh, the majority from both efforts is being raised here in California however the recall contribution, the anti-recall contributions, as of I think yesterday, is at eleven point three. So they're at a at at least three times higher um, funding than than the recall Gavin Newsom effort to show that look the whole thing has always been an, an uphill battle and people need to realize yeah you, these are not going to be handed out to you 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 have to uh, put in the work and I and I saw you putting in um, the work it's not like you don't have anything else to do uh mm-hmm. you're so you you, re, you have a, you have a job and, and you're also uh, basically for the most part volunteering your time with the Republican club uh, uh, the Hispanic Republican club uh starting up the whole new chapter uh mm-hmm. And bringing awareness to all these things it people understand that that takes a, a heck of a lot it's a Herculean effort, and yes, we know what we 're going up against because in California we have a super liberal majority. That is the term when you have a majority of one party, because we're literally a one party state, controlling the legislative, the judicial, and the, the executive branch here, uh, where you can't basically filibuster what happened to lin Ling Chang and the Republicans last uh, last year was just unacceptable. They were, all the Republicans were blocked out from voting down um, this uh, this bill. I don't remember which uh, Senate bill it was, but it was basically one that, uh, that protected sex offenders and no one was talking about that the republicans were blocked out from voting that's all on the democrats and they passed it yep yes and it's
1: public record like people can actually hear us telling them this information and they can look it up and fact check it but they still don't they don't want to and i that's it's frustrating (laughs) i don't understand so
0: it's because unless it's spoon fed to them by mm-hmm. the sources sources they rely upon then it doesn't happen it's kind of like well uh th- if a tree fell in the forest doesn't make a sound you know that that's that's kind of how, how they've been living it's like no now you have to pay attention um I'm passionate about about uh, this particular subject so for uh, I, probably my audience is watching has never seen me um speak like this more on the public side but for those that fall on off the record they would know that yeah i've been very vocal about these things um and uh, yeah I, I got as many people to sign the petition as possible i printed it at home um and if had i been of a better mind, uh, I probably I would have taken your advice and signed it even more times just to make sure that they don't toss my um my my signature out. But again, that's something to keep in mind for for next time. Hey, I will mention it. What if uh, Gavin Newsom doesn't get kicked out? Like you said, it was we're still saying the message, uh, and I think that with all this, it'll at least bring to attention those that actually have solutions that we can keep an eye upon for next year Mm because this year is just flying by. So next year is going to be here anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how I feel about it. Uh, How how do you see it? Uh, What if uh, Gavin Newsom remains?
1: If he stays, you mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, if he stays, we can't just, you know, move on to the next thing, I guess, which is finding um, the right candidate who will run California and putting efforts into helping them. Um, I don't know exactly who yet um, would be the best fit. I know Mm. that I've heard from several people running um, and I like the ideas of of many or of some, um, but I guess that's all we can do going forward. If he does stay, if Gavin does stay, then um, we will just continue to go forward and do what we need to do um, in fixing California. And that's focusing on who we're going to choose for the next governor and still being a voice heard and, you know, take, making a stand and being vocal and being bold about what we believe in and what we want for California. So there's a lot to be done still, even, you know, if he does, there's just so much to be done. I, I Of course. You of course. know.
0: And it starts, like you said, uh, locally. So it's in our backyard. Mm-hmm. We have to think about it particularly a big one, and you touched on it, because I, I think we basically touched on all, all, what needed to be touched upon on the recall. Right now, we're all just waiting to hear word. When is the date that we can go? And like I had told my audience, look, whether you support the recall or not, you're going to want to know what to do. So yes. I'm going to inform you on what to do, whether you support it or not. The point is that this is still um, an effort of the people. Their voices need to be heard. And right now, uh, I again, I pulled up the calmatters.org I'm looking on the list of who's supporting uh, the recall versus who's not supporting Um, the pro recall, the ones that contributed the most uh, have been uh, individuals, it seems, and a couple of uh, political action committees. One, Mike Huckabee, one, California Revival, and and of course, the California Republican Party. But other other than that... Um, it's it's a it's a mixed bag and a bunch of people that have supported out of pocket just like Calmater says they don't they can't track the small donations and this when you see it it doesn't even add up to all that much with respect to how many have supported from their uh, whatever they had left from uh, from their hard hit financial year but when you look at the anti recall this one hits me hard because yeah it's a bunch of unions. Because, of course, they are. We have the professional engineers in uh, in California. Um, We have the United Nurses Association. And this is the one that upsets me the absolute most because the the union that's paid out the most is the California Association of Realtors that I happen to be a member of. I'm basically offsetting my vote here. Yeah, and I did not notice until this morning, I had mentioned the pre-interview that I, my blow is boiling. This is why. Because in the Fixed California uh, series that I'm working on, including this one, um, I'm saving my last one as an open letter to my association in the state because I'm a part of three, the National Association, California Association, and my local chapter. Um, I stopped supporting the Political Action Committee, but I don't know where my funds are being used when I paid my, my union dues to the CAR. Are they using it for this? Because not, I just literally... Uh, canceled out my vote for the recall and i i'm shocked like dude i should have known better but car is responsible for statewide rent control they're the Mm -hmm. ones that basically uh misinformed the those that opposed uh statewide rent control and got them to accidentally vote it in ab 1482 and like okay so I was at a meeting with the with the lawyers and uh, it was a member meeting for C.A.R. And it's like, what are you guys going to do about it? It's, like, uh, it's too late now, too much money to try to put into it. It's like, wow, you guys don't really care. And their latest efforts are showing because they're really going woke. Uh, they're really showing that, that they're going the way to um, basically destroy housing in California. It's like, wait, I thought you were, I thought we as realtors are supposed to serve the community and help with housing. But you're pushing measures and initiatives that are continuing to destroy housing in California. And that's that's kind of a bit of a, a little bit of a rant on my side, but um, this is what disappointed me the most. When you have these big uh, unions crushing small business owners or, or employees like us, um, it's it's always going to be a Herculean effort. But like you said, we're, we're going to make sure our voices are heard, which is why I'm using my platform um, yeah. for those very means as well. And there is another thing in relations to all this in a way that. It's not just what's happening with at the state level, but something that's happening locally that you're a part of. And you mentioned it earlier. You're part you're being involved with the re- efforts to recall Gascon.
1: Yes. And
0: for those that are not aware, can you tell us who this guy is?
1: Yeah, he's a district attorney, the alley district attorney. Um he is pretty much in support of defund the police. Um he is lowering the standards for people who are committing crimes. Um, I have a whole list of, of things. It's just in my mm. phone, so I can't pull it up right now. Oh, but yeah, and,
0: and that's not and that's something I, I was hoping that you'd have at the ready anyway. But uh, basically, um, he's uh, allowing uh, crime to not be uh, penalized, but yes. penalizing those that are law-abiding. And, right. and, no and
1: defunding the police. So yeah. taking away our protection from the criminals that he's letting out and yeah. there's, and and this is also um, a nonpartisan issue. It's not a Republican Democrat thing. The people that are behind this and supporting this, there's a lot of police departments. There's a lot of city council members. There's a lot of um, just community watch, you know, people who are in fear of this man. And so they're all getting behind these efforts and, um are willing to you know get on board with the whole recall of gascon and and that's what's coming next so
0: yeah and what people need to know about with respect to how this guy got in um he's a george soros backed candidate mm-hmm. that had that much of uh, political capital at his disposal to be able to run a campaign uh not only did he destroy san francisco um now he's here to destroy los angeles uh, and he ended up replacing the first black district attorney, Jackie Lacey, to like, OK, if we're going to be scoring points based on diversity, this is the worst thing you could have done, Los Angeles. And so okay. apparently go undo uh, the, the white privilege this guy had to replace a, a black woman that got a position there. But it's, and keep
1: in mind right now, also in L.A. County, it is at the highest crime rate. It is at the highest. Um, homeless poverty problem that we've had you know and so he, him making all of these changes just does not make any sense like it's it, it, why yeah <laughs> Why, you course. know why can't you focus on fixing la and focusing on the real problems instead of making things worse for people that are living here it's
0: yeah it, it's so. unfortunate it's sad Uh it's people like us that suffer the most so to the, everybody that's that has been supporting him or whatever so yeah not only do you not live there um, whenever you want the problem solved you want like like oh yeah I want to help but let it help over there away from me like um, when the, the the rich celebrities were all about yeah um, bend the knee to BLM and defund the police and say so, yeah we can't uh, the police yeah we have cutbacks we can't go patrol your areas so, no wait uh we need you here you guys yes. are gonna come here okay then we'll just pay for our private security Mm -hmm. Well, lucky you, you have that that ability to do so. But over here with the the, the, um, the strict uh, gun laws that we have, so you take away the security blanket and also the means for people to protect themselves. Meanwhile, um, Gavin Newsom is releasing over 70,000 criminals from prison, over 60,000 of them um, uh, violent felons. Mm -hmm. All due to the virus of Mm -hmm unknown origin that we cannot speak because YouTube won't let us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know how much more time I I have with you, but I did have a question regarding election integrity efforts. Is that Mm -hmm. something that that you're able to touch upon? If if not, we can wrap it.
1: Sure. Well, I know if you go to the election integrity project of California, you can just put that in Google and they will, you can donate towards their cause. Um, There's a girl that I actually uh, am friends with who pretty much runs the California part. Of um, the election, so she's always having events and getting people together to get informed on how they can help with election. Because we're going to need volunteers.
0: No, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Not a problem.
1: Um, we're going to need volunteers. Uh, we're going to need people who are going to poll watch. Um, so they will inform you on how you can help with the election integrity. Because it's like I said, it brought the recall Newsom. Brought a lot of it. Uh, sorry, my sister keeps calling. <laughs> brought <laughs> a lot of attention um, to California. So I think that the next thing to focus on, which is actually the most important thing to focus on, is the election integrity. We um, need fair elections in California in yeah. order to get anywhere.
0: Yeah, and, and it is to that point that if, if you don't mind, that's something that I like to address um, with with the break. So I'm going to uh, tell our, our the, the YouTube audience that they can uh, finish this interview with respects to this topic uh, at the website, conventionals here at Um But as we're signing off from YouTube, can you let you know, people know how, how um, they can learn more about uh, um, the Hispanic Republican Club, whether it's LA or OC, um, sure. and where they can... Uh, learn more about the recall guests gone and things like that. Cause I think you have an event coming up, right. For your yes. first booth and all that. June
1: 19th, yes. June 19th. We have um, our first booth. I don't have the location yet, but I will post it on our Instagram. Um, as soon as I get that, lo- that location set. Um, um, but our website is lahrc.us, dot U S. And then the orange County chapter is OC hrc.us did i say that right
0: (laughs) and and for and for those of you that are are watching and listening i'll be leaving links to all these contacts in the show notes also (laughs) so it's not just they gotta rattle off the top of their heads but i will have links to all this so you can learn more about it uh okay so for those on youtube this is where we leave you um check out the the rest of this interview at www.themedicoba.com if you're on other platforms just don't mind the break i'll see you after this And now we can address freely this next topic, because I was very interested when I saw that you posted something about election integrity, Uh, because election integrity, not just because it was brought up because of the whole recall Gavin Newsom efforts, but because of the sham that is the 2020 uh, presidential election. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did get to speak a little bit with uh, um, with Diego Martinez with respects to what I felt was a little unfair um, what happened in the LA uh, congressional district. But he gave me a lot more feedback about the inside loop that uh, maybe it was as it was, but that we do have um, uh, it, issues with fair elections. So you mentioned that uh, this election integrity project um, it's with respects to also getting like poll watchers and such is uh, well, for, they for have, they're an, orga-
1: they're an organization that have, have been around for a, quite a while. They've been around for a long time and um, they're a nonpartisan group. So hmm. that means that they're not Republican, not uh, Democrat, they're nonpartisan. Um, and their main focus is fair elections. So they have um, been, like I said, they've been around for a very long time and this, I don't know when it started, but um this election, there was just so many red flags, you know, that they have um caught on. They've tried to plea their cases to who they needed to plea it to, and nobody wanted to listen. So they had to pretty much um start suing. And that's what they're doing right now for fair elections. They've sued in, I want to say like Arizona. Don't quote me on this. If you check their website, it'll be. But I believe it's Arizona, Nevada, and now they're starting in California. Um, yeah, they have. Um, I want to say it says that that they have 13 uh, co-plaintiffs who are congressional candidates, and they are challenging the election law roots and branch. They're they're challenging the um, system for voter integrity. You know, just to have fair elections and. Um, One of the things, so they're not trying to overturn the election because they're a nonpartisan group. They're not trying to overturn, you know, the last election we just had where Trump lost, but they are trying to make it so that it's fair elections going forward so that we do have a chance, you know, to have the real candidates that we're voting in. In office.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I had a, a, a conversation uh with family and friends because they tell me that uh, well, you know, if Trump had focused on supporting the 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 Senate candidates for the Georgia runoff Senate seats, um, we probably would have held on to the Senate. Like, no, you guys missed the point. Um, the those senators would have still lost. They probably wouldn't they probably would have lost at a different margin, but you have to understand that the systems that were in place, particularly Fulton County in Georgia, so many shenanigans went down. It was all on film. So if those systems were still in place, just two months later, there was no way it was going to go in the favor of the incumbents in those situations. But is it oh, because Trump attitudes, mean tweets, and all that? It's like I'm sorry, I I can't I can't go with you on this one. Personality issues aside that was a done deal if those systems in, were not in check. And that's one of the reasons why uh, I kind of picked um, Diego Martinez's brain on this, which is that, okay, you're saying that the recall itself is the most possibly the most secure election we'll, we'll have. And the way you explained it, and as you explained it, it makes the most sense. Absolutely. Dominion will have a hard time trying to switch up a lot there. So if this is, I feel this is our best chance. Uh, despite the fact that it's got a, a lot going against it, but if if Newsom, God forbid, remains, it's going to be. I feel it's going to be harder to get him out next year if we don't address the voter integrity thing, we we don't have much time to deal with that, but hopefully more more people can learn from the efforts in Maricopa County, Arizona that are happening. These these are brave patriots and that's encouraged um, different legislators out in Pennsylvania in, in the Senate to also apply for the same uh, Michigan and Wisconsin, particularly Wisconsin, them too. the Georgia one was getting off the ground, but the uh, judge had to put a stay on that. Um, someone, I don't remember who was the one that putting a stay on that, but the the very guy that I, I blame for all this, um, the secretary of state uh, uh, he's actually now calling for that very thing. It's like, where were you when this was being called for, Back in November, uh, you were actually putting a stop to all this and sabotage Trump's chances, um, and also the audit going on in New Hampshire. So this isn't this is not an isolated thing with respect to voter integrity. So California has been one where it's like, well, why try? You know, there's just so many liberals. But now it's like, maybe, maybe people people aren't voting in aren't voting the same way all the time. Maybe their votes are being switched, right. which is something I never actually thought of until just recently because of what's been going on. So that's why I wanted to pick your brain regarding the, uh, what's been going on or, or how involved, if at all, you've been with the election integrity efforts, because I did see you promoting um, some of that at, as well. Were there.
1: A very important thing to get involved in. Um, so if anyone has concerns on the election integrity, they should definitely check out their website, um, attend the uh, next event that, they have so that you can get if you hear from linda payne who's the president of the election integrity project she will break it down all the information that they have had for years um the issues that they're running into with the mail-in ballots um why Mm. we don't want the mail-in ballots why we don't want to do things a certain way Uh, she could break it all down um it's there there's just a lot of information out there that people really just need to do the research and see why we're pushing Pushing all the, and why we're talking about these things, you know, why we're talking about election integrity. There's a reason why there's so many people trying to bring this to your attention, you know, our friends and neighbors that don't want to hear and think it's, oh, that's not real. It's not, no, nobody's stealing our elections. Yes, they are. (laughs) They are. And the information is right there for you. So
0: it's definitely.
1: The mainstream media said this
0: was the most secure election in US history. So, uh, Mindy, I don't know why you're questioning this thing.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, I think people who were already passed away were getting. (laughs) We're getting election ballots mailed to them. <laughs> yeah, you yeah.
0: Know? yeah. Um. I, I don't. I, th- there were there were some things I saw in Orange County itself, but uh, it wasn't to me enough uh, to think like, "Oh, this is massive, widespread." But were were there any things that, that you might have seen? Were there any red flags that that you saw or at least were made aware of that is uh, one of the reasons? Like, holy smokes, this is probably worse than we thought.
1: Um personally, I not me, but I know of people that were going to do poll watching who were trying to um make sure that everything was going. Um sorry, my battery's going low. Um just to make sure. And they were um uh probably like two or three people told me the same thing that they were being kind of blocked to see what was really going on. And mm-hmm. so I mean, people were having to like sneak in and and one of the girls was reading the numbers off the screen to the other so that they can write it down just to, you know, make sure that everything was fair. Um, but it's, I mean, it's not always going to be easy. There's always going to be challenges when we're trying to do things the right way. Yeah. But there are, like I said, there's people like us, there's people like you, there are people who are willing to contribute their time to make sure that there is a fair election and that the results are coming in fairly and will put their time in and volunteer to watch, and that's what the Election Integrity Project does. Is they'll train you on how to um, make sure that everything's going smoothly during and fairly during the election process.
0: Yeah, and uh, this is not about Trump. For a lot of people, I think this is about Trump. That, oh, your candidate lost. That's what you, this is a big deal for you. Look, I did an episode for Off the Record. That's where I talk about politics, where I said even if Trump loses, he wins. Because he exposes the system, the system has been exposed, and over the past few weeks, only Rand Paul really has been the one on top of this, calling out Fauci for being falsy. And now we got the emails, and CNN and MSNBC instead run puff pieces on 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 Fauci. You're being lied to, and with CNN viewership drawing diving like sixty to seventy percent without Trump, that's why they're trying to bring back Trump so they can get the viewership again because they miss him obviously they miss him and obviously Nancy, him. Nancy Pelosi does too that's why she said we need a generous commission it's like oh now you care about cops no no police officers died at the Capitol riots no one yeah. oh if anything Ashley Babbitt was shot and we still don't know who, who shot her or maybe we do now but uh, nothing's been done for justice for her but uh, those uh, it's not an insurrection it was a riot not an insurrection bad apples absolutely and so was antifa they were involved as well and the guy finally some justice was being brought against john what's his face that uh that was recording and inciting in the in the capitol building and selling that uh video over to his partner at cnn uh, that was there with him but nobody saw that and now there's videos of the the, the, the guy whatever that guy was um they were all being let in how oh,
1: yeah.
0: how, how is yeah. that like seriously how is that not like saying wait you guys overran the barriers no they're being waved in and i actually cover that live as it happened uh and a lot of those videos have been scrubbed for the internet because of course they have been but anyway um i could go on and on about that but i do appreciate your time mindy thank you so much and um you're on the ground just to clarify for people mindy's not a politician Um, (laughs) she's like, like us, the average Joe trying to make a difference of, for the better of her community, for the better of her family, uh, for her neighbors and all that. So, uh, you know, there's
1: there's so many more out there who are like me. And I think that's why it's important that people do see that there are people like myself and others in my group, um, who are Republicans, you know, Republicans are, they kind of have an image that they're a certain way, but. That's not how it is anymore in this day and age. Maybe back when you know our grandparents were children, it was a certain way. But America has overcome so much and has grown so much um, that it's looked at like if you're a Republican, you're racist. Like you've said, it's not like that anymore, though, at this day and age. And so people, I think, need to see that there are people like myself and like yourself and the Orange County and L.A. Hispanic Republican Club, that there are people like us that do exist so that you feel comfortable um, coming out and getting on board and getting in. Volunteering for something, getting out there, everything is going to be grassroots right now. That's how mm. we're going to make a difference. Everything is grassroots right now. So, your time, your talents, your anything that you can contribute to any organization that interests you is what's going to help us move forward in California. So, that's really important. And I think it's important to see people like us are Republicans um, because of our morals, because of our values, not because of the color of our skin. Mm. And I think that's really important that people see our face and know that we exist. So,
0: yeah, judged by the content of character, not by the color of right. skin. And exactly. as I mentioned, all, all the links to um uh, to reach out to organizations that, that you name dropped, including the ones that you're involved in, will be available in the show notes of companies episode at www.mustagoba.com. Uh, and just to um, touch upon and clarify a little bit as we are wrapping up, um, it was the Democrat Party um, who was seceded from uh, the union. They're the ones that wanted to keep the slaves. They're the ones that uh, segregated people. They're the ones that installed the Jim Crow laws when they lost that. And they're the ones that opposed civil the civil rights movement. It was Republicans that pushed it all through. Um, and it was Joe Biden that actually went to go eulogize a Ku Klux Klan member, but we're all told that it was Trump that is the racist. So uh the ones that have the history of, of racism uh institutionalized racism and segregation have been the democrat party but they say oh but then there was the great switch tell me where it was and maybe uh, show me in history where that might have been maybe i'll believe you but to go look it up Martin Luther king was oh Martin Luther king jr was a republican too and people get shocked at that too so yeah we and need to take back one more uh,
1: thing i feel like they're still trying to enslave our people with our mindsets of thinking that, especially in our communities, Hispanic community, um, it's like they want to keep us enslaved to the mindset that we need government. We need free handouts. We can't work for what we have. We we have to de- depend on the government. And that's something that I'm really trying hard to break as well as the mindset of because I mean, I was a Democrat before because I grew up thinking I had to be Democrat because I'm Hispanic, you know, and I think mm. that's a lot of the Hispanic culture is that we think we have to be Democrats because we're the party of for the poor people, you know, yeah. and that is a mindset I really want to break. And I I do blame the left for that mindset, uh, because they want to continue to give free programs to people who just don't want to work for it. They just want to sit there and think that they need the government for, you know, to just to live just to survive. And you don't, you know, we all have the same opportunities in this country, no matter your skin, no matter your race, no matter your gender, um, you can be anything that you want to be. And so that's a mindset that really needs to be broken. And that's another thing that I'm going to that I really want to focus on with, the Hispanic Club and um, putting together events to get that out there to people, get that out there to our youth, you know, so that our they youth, learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: A- absolutely, um, and and to and it's to that effect that I say, how many of uh, nuestra comunidad do we know ran away from their governments because of uh, socialism, and they come over here to vote for it?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Like no, because that, they're un- because they're vote. misinformed. They're misinformed.
0: Yeah. And they need to be informed. Um, yeah. And we need more people like you out there spreading the word. But Mindy, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you. for And, having uh,
0: me. and, and keep going in your efforts. I'm glad you keep pushing against all the negativity because, well, if you don't do it, who's going to do it? So you're rising up. And uh, I think James O'Keefe says the best, see something, do something, and yes. you're doing something. So keep at it. God bless you and your endeavors. And again, thank you so much for your time today. And I, I hope you have a great weekend.
1: Thank you, you
0: too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Andres Segovia Show. Remember to like, share, and subscribe, to stay in the know. If you want a question featured on the program or you never know, it could be an episode all on its own. You can message me at any of the social media links available at my website, www.deandressegovia.com. Also available there are all the directories where you can find my show. Remember to also follow me on YouTube and Instagram where other exclusive content resides. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the program. I'll see you on the next one.